Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Break this Monday morning. Do appreciate you hanging out with us. Looks like a beautiful day in store for the capital city. And we've got a good show in store for you this morning. We've got Chris Holmes from the Myrna Loy on the phone with us today. Chris, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me today. Yeah, of course. It's it's always fun to check up with you on uh, things that are going on out there at the Myrna. And while, uh, we, I mean, we're in still a strange time. It's not 2020 anymore, but the Myrna is uh, still pushing through and finding a way to matter in the community, which is, uh, it, it's had to have been a tough time for you, but also it has to be uh, when you sit and reflect and think about what you've been able to do and what you continue to do has to be, you have to be proud of that and, and, and pretty rewarding, isn't it? Well, rewarding in some ways and so frustrating yeah. in so many other ways, like everyone else. But I think for all of us in the arts, field in Helena and across the country, we're just really feeling the need, like our communities need the arts right now and and just struggling to do whatever we can to fill that need. And from that point of view, it really is rewarding. Yeah, we've talked about that with uh, with Alan Scott before, that, you know, the, the very nature of music, it's sort of healing, but the very nature of what's going on right now means that, you know, a lot of that isn't happening. So it's this weird two sides of a coin that what we, the very thing that we need is the very thing that you're not able to give us. Can't be together. Yeah. 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 And what, what is often so healing about music and the arts is when you can get together in groups of people, even if, even in large groups of people that you don't know, to share this experience, and each one of us is experiencing it individually in the context of our own lives, but we're doing it together, and it it heals so many wounds, inner, inner and societal, and you can really see, I think, the the loss that our communities are suffering because we don't get those experiences anymore. So yeah, we're all just doing what we can to try to provide what we can at this point and planning out into the future and kind of changing how we do things so that we can gather people in in some way or another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Holmes from the Myrna Loy with us on Coffee Break this morning. And you mentioned it, I mean, getting together in groups, I mean, even something like watching a movie in a dark theater where you're not seeing anybody unless that tall guy with the hat is uh, sitting right in front of you. But in general, <laughs> you, you really you kind of tune them out and you're not really seeing that you're in a room full of several hundred people, but there's something about being in that room of several hundred people with that shared experience of even just watching a movie. Uh, there, yeah. There's an energy and, it, and it's different. You could watch the same movie at home and it's just it's just different. Yeah, you know your hearts are beating in the same room with other people, and it is a unique and wonderful experience. And I think we're all going to really treasure it when we can do that again. That said, I went to see Nomadland on Saturday at the Myrna Loy, and it sold out at 32 seats in our 240-seat auditorium. We had 32 people, and it felt like a bit of a crowd. You know, everyone was was behaving themselves and sitting really spaced apart. But there were, you know, I think that's the biggest group I've been in for a year. And it was just so rewarding to see 
and feel that presence of people around you and then that experience of, you know, the movie's over and people are sitting in their seats still talking about the film. It's just such a rewarding thing. And, you know, it's true of movies and of theater and of concerts and all kinds of experiences. So. Yeah, and, and there are still movies going on there at the Myrna, and you mentioned that one. Uh, I, I've seen the trailer for that, and it looks super interesting. I, I, how was that? You've now sat, you <laughs> sat through the movie, so you can actually give us a full I review. Did. It is an amazing film. Frances McDormand is just such a, her face is such a treasure. She can do so many things without seeming to. And the story is quite uh, beguiling. It's a, it's a glimpse at a way of life that not many of us experience. These people who are um, living on the road in their campers and their trailers and their um, vans and and for a number of different reasons. But it's a part of life that we don't get a deep glimpse into and it was so revealing. It's one of those experiences that just takes you into a completely different culture and way of life and and brings ideas and thoughts alive in you. It's an excellent, excellent film, and I, I highly recommend it. And that is running right now at the Myrna until when? How long do you have that? Well, we will have it until people stop coming, at least a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. We're pretty excited about this film because it's a contender for several Oscar um, nominations, we think. And, you know, leading up to the Oscar season, they're going to start releasing some of those really great films like Minari that's beginning this week, which is another really intriguing film. Um, so the movie world is going to start to get better now that the Oscars are on the horizon. Yeah. Chris Holmes from the Myrna Loy is our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And you do have another, you know, I guess we mentioned the one movie. We should mention the other. It looks interesting. Uh, it's called Music. It, it felt to me there's some callbacks to Rain Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially in the sense that um, this was a an autistic character played by an artist, an actor who is not on the autistic mm -hmm. spectrum. So there's a lot of controversy about that. You know, we kind of demand representation among our, uh, you know, people who are who are depicting different characters, and so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of controversy about this film. It's an interesting story. It's an interesting director. Some really good acting, and you know, people are people have a wide variety of responses to that film. And I myself haven't seen it, so. I don't get to sit through a lot of the films. So. <laughs> so that was a treat that you got to go see this other one. Yeah, yeah. Chris Holmes with the Myrna Loy is our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, one thing that's going on there, Chris, a project that is centers around Rodney Street. Can you explain what's going on here? Because it sounds really interesting. Yeah. We are so excited about this project. We have, uh, the Myrna Loy has done a creative placemaking project in East Helena for the past few years, and now we're launching one in our own neighborhood. So we're really excited about it, and it um, it is it is arts an arts organization like the Myrna Loy, and working in tandem with a city government to explore and celebrate a neighborhood, so that whatever improvements come to that neighborhood really reflect the identity of the people and places unique to that particular place. 
So it's that kind of project that we are launching. And it begins with two artist residencies. One, we are working with um, Jeannie Warden, who's a videographer with HCTV and a photographer. And she's doing a whole series of interviews with people about the people and memories and places unique to Rodney Street. And at the same time, we're working with an artist collection, uh, a collective of these three women, Elena Johnson, Ashley Moon, and Amanda Reese, who are uh, starting their project with a survey. And last week, they went door to door and hung these beautiful little surveys on 700 doorknobs through the neighborhood, asking people, what do you what do you treasure about Rodney Street? What does this neighborhood mean to you? What uh, what ways do you want to see it improved? What do you want to be preserved? You know, and we're collecting all those responses. We're really asking everybody who has a connection to Rodney Street, present or past, people who have lived here or worked in the neighborhood or just walk through the neighborhood and love it or who have memories of Rodney Street, to participate in this survey and to share stories and ideas and thoughts. Because Rodney Street is the oldest neighborhood, or one of the oldest neighborhoods in Helena. It's kind of quirky. It has its historic um, um, aspects to it. It's, uh, there are a lot of artists who live in this neighborhood because of the affordable housing. It's very diverse in nature. Um, and how can we how can we amplify the unique character of the place while we make improvements like new streets and sidewalks and street lamps and signage, you know, that is really embedded in the community's uh, vision of itself? So we're asking people to participate in this survey. It's online on our website at themernaloy.com. There are copies of it in the lobby of the Mernaloy. Uh, you can come fill out the survey and drop it in the box. So we're really excited to hear about what people, what people's reflections are and where we can go from here and how we can um, create experiences and um, just even some of the practical aspects of living in the neighborhood in a way that says this is a unique and wonderful place and we love it. Yeah, Instead of this is a cookie-cutter neighborhood that looks just like everybody else's neighborhood. Yeah. You know yeah, this is going on right now. Uh, we're, we're talking uh, the, a project is sort of centering around Rodney Street. And, and in terms of the survey, Chris, what, what does that look like for folks? Because I think we hear survey and we go, oh, no, right? Like, no, no. But how much time are we yeah. talking? What, what does this look like? Um, if you go online and fill it out, it takes about six minutes max. Um, it's a lovely little uh, survey with some really unique questions and asks for, for your unique reflections. And if people don't want to sit there and write um, either by hand on the real survey or online, there's also a phone number listed on the survey where you can talk to one of the artists and just, just tell them what your opinion is. And they've had some amazing conversations with people so far who really have a lot to say about this neighborhood. And then some of those conversations will be taped or videoed, depending on what people want to do. 
um, or preserved in some other way so that we can um, kind of hang on to these stories. But people have a lot to say about the Rodney Street neighborhood. It's kind of, um, you know, it is its own unique place, and that's what we're trying to capture and preserve and celebrate in whatever ways yeah. we can. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was going to ask you is just sort of, you know, to, you, you touched on it a little bit there, but in, in terms of preserving that, I mean, what, what the ultimate plan will be, obviously there's several different ways that this information is being gathered, several different mediums, but uh, I'm curious to kind of know just what it's going to look like when, when they're done gathering. Well, that is a hard thing to describe about this project because it's not product-oriented. It's more process-oriented. So it's not like we're going to say we will have three signs and a public art work and, you know, it's not a checklist of, yeah. of deliverables. It's more like what improvements do, do people really want to see? Do we want... Um, historic streetlights? Do we want pathways that go through our, you know, that connect our little pocket parks? Do we want to have more sculptural um, looking signage instead of just carrying on the theme of the downtown signage? What are ways that we can connect Rodney Street to downtown in a creative way that doesn't, you know, beyond just street signs? And, um, so exactly what is going to come of this project is hard to determine because it's so built on the reflections of the people in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chris Holmes from the Myrna Loy is with us today. We're going to go to a break here in just a minute. But, uh, yeah, talking about this Rodney Street project, uh, if people have something to share, they can be a part of something pretty cool here. And, uh, you know, I, I could, Chris, put you on the spot and ask what your Rodney Street story is. I, I, I don't know if we'll do that or not. <laughs> feel free <laughs> i mean do, do you have something you can send us to break with uh, with a rodney street story do you have anything that's kind of sort of sticks out to you well i do work in the rodney street neighborhood and <laughs> right. the Loy is in the heart of it so i have a lot of stories yes yeah so give it give us your uh your first myrna story of uh of rodney and the area and the myrna so here's what i love about rodney street and the Oh, and just with that, I think we might have, I think we might have lost Chris. We we left you on a cliffhanger. Are you still there, Chris? Sounds like we did lose her. I think we lost her. So tell you what, we're going to go to a quick break and we're going to reconnect with Chris and we'll come back after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. And we are back on Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Um, it, it, as does happen 
time to time our uh, our, our gremlins got us in the phone system and they disconnected us right as uh, chris i mean it's, it was very theatrical chris you, i mean you you couldn't have planned it out better um they, they cut chris off she was just about to tell us her rodney street story i know she's got a lot of them but uh chris what kind of sticks out to you well, one of the things that we love about the neighborhood is the diversity of, of our neighbors and people in a lot of different life situations. And um, there's affordable housing and there are attorney's offices. There are people of all kinds of socioeconomic levels. And that is sometimes a struggle in the neighborhood and it's sometimes a real blessing. So the story that I want to tell centers around the hollyhocks that grow on the alley side of the Myrtle Boy that were planted years and years and years ago by some sheriff's wife, I'm sure. And there are dozens of different colors of hollyhocks, but we don't have a hose on that side of the building. We have a neighbor who lives in the Section 8 apartments behind the Myrtle Boy who comes and carries water to those hollyhocks in the spring and summer and tends to them and weeds them and gives me reports on how they're all doing. And it's because we have this diversity of neighbors that we get to build those relationships like that. And we get to have this beautiful garden of hollyhocks along the alley that, um, you know, those of us who are just going to work and schlepping home in the afternoon might not have time to take care of. So it's one of my favorite things about the neighborhood. Wow. Yeah, I love that. And and we mentioned we're going to move on. Well, we, we do have other stuff to talk about, but I'm, I'm sort of a, a history nerd. And so we, we mentioned, uh, or, or at least Chris mentioned, that uh, Rodney Street, one of the oldest streets in Helena, in fact, Rodney Street named back in 1868. That's just four years after gold was discovered here in the Gulch. And uh, they actually named Rodney for uh, a doctor. Uh, Rodney Peacock was his name, and uh, he he died here. He, he was described as the the first man to uh, draw his last breath in Helena. So, uh, <laughs> one one of the oldest neighborhoods in Helena. Nice word. Yeah. So so named after a a, a doctor back in uh, in in 1868. So there's your random history this morning on coffee break we've got chris holmes from the myrna loy with us today and uh we, we've talked about it before but you know we were talking about the movies and uh, you know y- you are all working very hard to make sure that everything there is is clean and safe there's lots of spacing out for folks and uh, movies are still an option if people want to go and, and and watch something on the big screen we mentioned the movies that are going on out there right now it, it it's a safe place to be It is. We have kept operating since we were allowed to reopen in late May or early June. I can't remember. It seems like 10 years ago. (laughs) And um, have had very small audiences. But now Hollywood is starting to release a few more really good films. So that's making a huge difference. Like, movies are worth coming to see. Everybody isn't holding back anymore. Yeah. It's really a good time to keep an eye out on what movies are coming out and what you do want to see. And are you still renting out the theaters? You were, you were doing that for private parties, which is a, a neat thing. I mean, if we're trying to find those silver linings, you know, a, a neat thing to come out of this is the theater rental. Is that still going on? Yeah, it is. We can do it on a limited basis. And the more, um, the more big movies coming out from uh, the big distributors, 
the less we'll be able to do those mm-hmm. private rentals because they demand a certain number of screenings. So people who are interested in doing that should kind of schedule it now. Our time is limited. It's a sort of a COVID, a COVID uh, specific activity, but they have been so popular. People have loved that experience. They can have their own little family movie night or invite their own COVID pod. I have a feeling that's going to last, Chris. Is that that something like whatever it looks like? I I think you're, I I feel like you're going to hang on to that. You know, it's maybe like a a once a month thing or something. That's going to be a, it's going to be a hot ticket in 2021, I'm sure. Yeah, people are really enjoying that aspect of, you know, being able to still go out and have the experience and and have a sense of um, safety and privacy that we are, have kind of needed this yeah. year and and who knows how long that will last into the future. Yeah. Chris Holmes from the Myrna Loy with us this morning on Coffee Break. We've got uh, about six minutes left with her. And we talked about the Rodney Street Project, another one that you're working on, something that you've sort of brought into existence during the pandemic. Uh, the Myrna Soundstage, that, uh, that's still going strong. It, it just came back last week, right? Yes, it's a monthly show that we produce. We film performers on stage. Uh, highlighting Montana performers that we that have caught our eye for some particular reason. Um, so we film them in performance on stage, and then John Dandy, the local musician, does an interview with them. To, those interviews are highly entertaining and informative. And then we edit that together to be about a 55-minute program and um, launch that on our YouTube channel which is linked also to our website. So once a month when we launch that, we also have a live watch party so you can watch the, the filmed performance on the big screen, which is almost like seeing people perform live on stage because they're, they're filmed live on stage. Yeah, you can see them over the stage. Yeah, and then you, the um, each episode is streaming on demand on our website, so they'll be up for, you know, ever yeah and it sounds like that's been going really well so far they're getting better and better it's a it's a it's an idea that we have tossed around for a few years and covid kind of pushed this to the foreground because we kind of kind of thought you know looking at austin city limits and mountain stage Mm -hmm. on npr you know why could the myrna Loy not be the voice box of montana and and regional artists kind of sending out to the world an example of the great arts that are happening here and that are being created here. So that's that's the philosophy behind the show. How we meld that into the future, meld that into our live performance season, we're still trying to figure out when we can get back to live concerts. But it's something I would like to keep going. I think the world needs to hear what's happening here. montana yeah yeah it's something you 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 mentioned texas there's a lot of things about texas that i absolutely love and uh austin city limits that that that's a i'd never made that connection before but that makes sense and uh this is being very well received and it gives the performers an outlet too because they're i mean just as much as we want to be out and seeing things they want to be out doing things as well yeah they're dying they you know, doing a little show or episode in your 
poem recorded on your iPhone and sticking it out on YouTube is not very satisfying <laughs> for these immensely creative people that we have in the region. So it's been fun to be able to invite them over and have them do what they do on stage and interact with at least a few people and um, present that to the world. Yeah. So I'm excited about taking it forward and we're, we're getting increasing... Um, participation. We are being, the show is being sponsored this year by AARP Montana. They're very excited about it. And we're excited about the audience that they bring um, and the connections that AARP Montana brings to kind of make this go a little bit bigger beyond just the 240 seats that we have in our little auditorium and even beyond the, the boundary of Helena. So, we're excited about it. Yeah, it's a great program, and uh, you know, like you said, the, the, they get to perform, and I, I love the the interviews sort of cut in there, and it makes it a it, it's a production and it's a show, and it, it, it's really really good. And the the, uh, the most recent coming out on I believe it was Thursday of last week. Okay. So if, if folks haven't caught that yet, there's a new one out there. Yeah, there will be a new one every month, and. Um and all the old ones are still up for streaming on demand, and they're just right around, you know, less than an hour. So it's not a, it's not a huge investment, but you got to turn the volume up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because well, you, the sound is so good. Yeah, you, I was going to say you got to do that anyway. It's going to happen yeah. anyway. But and, and yeah. I did notice that uh, you know, in terms of other electronic offerings, I guess I, I noticed you've been posting some videos from uh, Emmett Cohen on your Facebook page, and those are I mean, really, I mean, basically, you get sort of a uh, in his living room concert every Monday evening. He has been producing jazz concerts, yeah, and um, he has we've kind of amplified him on our facebook page so you can get you get little announcements every monday about what he's doing that day emma cohen is an amazing jazz pianist and has tremendous uh, a tremendous network through the field and those have been really fun and it's been kind of something that we can offer to support him as a musician during this time to just sort of you know get that out there and and make sure that people know he's what he's doing. Yeah, and they're, I mean, this is really cool. It's like a private session, and uh, it's, it's yeah. very neat. So if you want, and the, I think the last one that I watched, it was like two hours long. So if, if you just want some background while, while you're working, while you're doing, you know, while you're cooking dinner, whatever it is, uh, right. you know, head on over to the Myrna's Facebook page. and yeah. yeah, yeah, go check that out. Chris, we're all out of time this morning, so I, I appreciate you hanging out with us today. Well, thank you so much, Troy. It's so nice to be invited. Yeah, so go check out the Myrna's Facebook page, and also you can go check out uh, their website. There's lots of great stuff on there to let you know uh, what's going on out there because even in a pandemic, there's always something happening at the Myrna. We all need art. That's right. That's right. Chris Holmes <laughs> with us this morning. That's all the time we have, but we'll be back around thank here you, again tomorrow morning. We'll see you then. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.